Let the church say amen. From the book of Psalm, Psalm 73. Psalm 73. We'll start at verse 1. Just bear with me a while as we read. Truly, God is good to Israel, even to such as a clean heart. But as for me, my feet were almost gone. My steps had well nigh slipped. For I was envious at the foolish when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. For there are no bands in their death, but their strength is firm. and They are not in trouble as other men. Neither are they plagued like other men. Therefore, pride compasses them about as a chain. Violence covereth them as a garment. Their eyes stand out with fatness. They have more than their heart could wish. They are corrupt. Speak wickedly concerning oppression. They speak loftily. They set their mouths against the heavens and their tongues walk walketh through the earth. Therefore his people return hither and water of a full cup are wrung out of them. And they say, how doth God know? And is there knowledge in the Most High? <clears throat> Behold, these are the ungodly who prosper in the world. They increase in riches. Verily, I have cleansed my heart in vain and washed my hands in innocency. For all the day long I have been plagued and chastened every morning. If I say I will speak thus, behold, I should offend against the generation of thy children. When I thought to know this, it was too painful for me until I went into the sanctuary of God. Then I understood that end. Till I went into the sanctuary of God. Then I understood their end. Just for a few minutes from this subject, get me to the sanctuary. Get me to the sanctuary. This morning, I, I, I want to... <coughs> I want to bring up a topic that most saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost folk never want to talk about. They never want to talk about it. It crosses their minds, but most of them who have been saved a long time, most people 
are not willing to admit that these ideas cross their minds. Somehow, my brothers and my sisters, we feel that to discuss certain things or to raise certain concerns or issues is a slap in the face of God. So we just go on from day to day, hiding our true feelings with questions burning in our hearts and trying to let the world see us as the strong Christians that we are. After all, my brothers and sisters, after all, we, we think we, we're respected. We're respected as seasoned saints. We're respected as people of faith and people look up to us. So, so some of us and some of us, many have, have positions. We've got positions in the church. We can't ever come across like, like there's some alt between us and God. So we find ourselves, my brothers and my sisters, keeping some of our innermost feelings and some of our strongest challenges, we find ourselves keeping them to ourselves because we just don't want other folk to know we think like that. We don't want other folk to know that as saved as we are, that we have difficulties like that. But here, in, here, here is the psalmist, the psalmist who is willing to break us out of that mold. And, and not only will he break us out of that mold, he, he wants to put it on the line. He, yeah, we go around covering up stuff and acting like we don't feel certain ways. But here's a psalmist that, that puts it on the line just how he feels about God and the way God is doing things. Speaking here, he's he's speaking here his true feelings and 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 he's taking it to God. He's he's able because he's able to be honest with God and because he doesn't mind going to God with it. He he begins to get a little resolve in in this whole situation that he's in. Here, a resolve that assured him that in spite of what you think or what you feel, God is still running things. Are y'all hearing me? In spite of what it is you might be feeling, uh, because he took it to God, he got some resolve and he realized uh, that God and God alone is going to have the last word. This 73rd Psalm, this third, 73rd Psalm was written by a man named Asaph. We learn from the book of First Chronicles, First Chronicles, that Asaph was a composer of sacred music. Not only was he a composer of sacred music, according to 1 Chronicles, he was appointed by King David into a leadership position in the music staff in the temple. David saw his gift and David appointed him to a, a key position. He was somebody in the temple because of his musical ability. But, but let's look at the words of this song that this musician wrote. Let's look at the words of this song. and See, because this song here that he writes, and this song, we don't see what we're used to seeing in church songs. <laughs> you read this song. This See, we used to, church songs, we used to, he's sweet I know. 
We, we, we talk about church songs. We, we, we're used to he's the lily of the valley and he's the bright and morning star. But in this song, we don't hear none of that. <laughs> we ain't hearing that. What we're hearing in this song that this Christian wrote, we hear anger and envy. And this anger and what he's feeling stems from the fact that he felt like God was not dealing fairly with the folk he claimed to love. He, he's a little angry. He's a little salty because it looks like God says he loves us, but the way he acts and, and the way things go, it really doesn't look like he really loves us. Because when he looked around, when he looked around, he could see that the wicked seemed like they were being blessed. When they looked around, looked like the wicked. They looked like the wicked said, "Not only were they being blessed." When they looked around at the wicked folk, it looked like the wicked folk were living large, playing golf every week. They were living, living large. But not only, not only that, they were. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he. It looked like they were faring better than he was. He's a child of God. He works in the temple, but looks like wicked folk are getting along better than he was. Although he was spending his time and his effort committed to God's work and God's will, it just looked like wicked folk were doing better than he was doing. So this song, this song is pretty much saying, the, the, what this song is pretty much saying is, is this. The song, the theme of the song really is I'm sick of this. That's the theme. The, the theme of the song, I'm sick of this. I, I, I'm not sure how long I can keep doing this under these circumstances. Listen to his song. Listen, listen to his song. Listen to how the song starts. My feet were almost gone. He said, I'm about to stumble here. God, you're about to cause me to lose it. I'm about to stumble. My feet were almost gone. My steps were nigh slipped. Why, 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 why? What's the problem? Here's his problem. He says, because I was about to stumble, because I was envious of the foolish. When I saw the prosperity of the wicked. Is that in your book? I got mad. It, 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 just, it just made me sick. When I saw, I, I, yeah, I was envious of the foolish, and when I saw the prosperity, let me help somebody right here. Let me help somebody right here. Because nobody in here, you don't ever have to be envious of foolish folk. Because at any point, you can become just as foolish as they are. You, you don't have to, you don't have to, you don't have to envy wicked folk because anytime you choose to, you can become just as wicked. Are you, you, no need to envy them if that's what you want. Are y'all hearing me? You ain't got to envy them. You can be just like them right now. Anytime you get ready. I'm convinced. I'm convinced that you can have anything that the wicked folk got. If you're willing to stoop down low enough to get it, I'm convinced. The, 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 problem, the problem is 
the, the, the thing that stops me, and this is what was really irritating him, he says, the problem is this relationship I got with God. Are y'all hearing me? God, is your fault. Yeah, yeah. This relationship I got with you, you won't let me do nothing. <laughs> you, you are restraining me. You, you are restraining me. That, yeah, my relationship with you restrains me. There, there are some things that I just can't do. Are y'all here? Is there anybody in the house here? There are some things that I just can't do because of the difference that you made in my life. Are y'all hearing me? But, but, but then he goes on, he goes on, and describes the things that he's seeing. He, he said, let me give you a description of what I'm seeing that's causing me to feel the way I'm feeling. He says, I'm watching all of this wickedness around me. He says, they live lavish lives. They don't struggle like other folk have to struggle. Are y'all hearing me? And, and then they, they, they lay down and die without ever having to pay for their evil. You see, back in, 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 in even in Old Testament times, the people of God believed that according to the word of God, that the death of a saint was precious in the sight of God. But these folk were not godly. They live their lives taking advantage of folk, mistreating other folk, doing what they want to do, and then they lay down and die without even having to face any consequences. Are y'all hearing me? He said, he said that they, they, they are not, when they lay down and die, they lay down and die just like the folk who've been trying to live for you. They ain't struggling, they, they ain't suffering, they just lay down and just close their eyes and go to see. Y'all hear what he's saying here? Let me tell you what his problem is. His problem is, I, God, I know you're going to get them, but I want to see you get them. <laughs> Are y'all hearing me? I, I, I want you to let me see. I, yeah, I, 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 I know you dress and all that, but let me see them suffer a little bit. Are y'all hearing me? The next thing he brought up is that God, it really doesn't help our testimony. It doesn't help our testimony too much for us to be talking about how good you are. And we walk around here ragged. And these folk that don't even call your name, look how they live. It really doesn't do much. Are y'all hearing me? He's, this is his complaint before God. Let's take it right out of the book. Verse 6, he says, And because they are not punished for their wrongdoing, they feel like they can do whatever they want to do. Because they feel like they can do whatever they want to do with whatever they, are y'all hearing me? And, and then it's right there in the book. It says because you don't punish them and you don't do anything, they are prone to violence. Y'all missed that. It, it, because you don't do anything about it, they incite violence. Now, let me remind you, this wasn't written last week. This was written over 2,000 years ago. And I'm just staying with the book. They incite violence. They, they look for ways to start wars. Y'all ain't hearing me. They, they cancel peace treaties. <laughs> I didn't write it. It's just, it's just in, it's in the book. Their, 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 their eyes stand out with fatness. They, they have more than their hearts could wish. Yeah. 
eyes stand out with fat. Let me break that down to you. They raise taxes on poor folk so they can give tax rates to rich folk. Let me, let me just break it down for you. They are corrupt and speak wickedly concerning people who are oppressed. This is right out of the book. They, they, they speak wickedly concerning the oppressed and, and, and they speak loftily. Let me interpret that for you. They refuse to give aid to people who are dying in natural disasters. And at the same time, they expect them to sing their praises and tell them how good they're doing. They are, they are full of pride. It's in the book. They are full of pride and act like they created the world themselves. Leaving God completely out of the picture. Verse 12, they are just wicked. It seems like the more wicked they are, the richer they become. <laughs> this wasn't written last week. It, it wasn't written last October. It's been here all along, right? 2,000 years ago. It was right there in the verse 13. Verse 13, he begins to unfold the real problem. And the real problem that he was having was, Lord, I'm the one who has decided to live right. I'm the one who has decided that I'm going to give you the best of my service. And it seemed like every time I turn around, it's something else. Every time I turn around, there's another problem. If it ain't one thing, it's another. Lord, I'm trying to live for you. And it just seems like every time I turn around, something else is flying. Are y'all hearing me? Every day is something else. Am I doing all of this for nothing? This, this is his problem. I, yeah, I ain't seeing the benefit of being called by your name. And then to top that off, and, and then to top that off is right there in the text. He says, he says, I, I, I seem like I'm on the short end of the stick all of the time. And then to top that off, I, I'm, I'm one of the leaders in the church. I, I'm a deacon. I, I'm the pastor. I, I'm a president. And, and, and so I, I can't say nothing because if I say something, the folk following me, they're going to think I'm loose. Are y'all hearing me? So I have to keep my mouth shut about all. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In spite of everything going on, I've got to keep on lifting you up so the people won't stomach. Got to keep lifting my hands and got to keep singing praises because if I tell folk how I really feel if folk know that I, I'm really feeling this way about you are y'all hearing me some of them might fall and turn back so I just got to keep on shouting and keep on praying are y'all hearing me so big verse 16 he says so so I, I just sit down trying to make sense out of this how come I'm always on the bottom and they're always on the top? How come? I, I, I sit down and try to make some sense out of this. And it, it, it seemed that when I, the more I tried to make sense out of it, it became more and more than I could bear. The more I thought about it, the worse it got 
until. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's the turning point right there. Yeah, I, I, I was about to lose my mind. I, I'm sitting around complaining. I'm sitting around about to lose my mind over this stuff until I went into the sanctuary of God. You want to know why you keep coming to church? You want to know why you keep coming up in? Are y'all hearing me? Until I showed up in the sanctuary of God. I showed up in the presence. He said, then. I understood. <laughs> Are y'all hearing me? I showed up at the house. I just showed up at the sanctuary. Then I understood that in Asap said, when I went into the sanctuary, it sort of helped me put things in perspective. When I, yeah, yeah, I, I was a wreck. I was a wreck. I was getting ready to throw up my hands. But when I showed up in the sanctuary, somebody said something to help me put stuff together. Somebody just sang a song that helped me. Are y'all hearing me? Asap is saying that to us that there's something about just showing up in the presence of are y'all hearing me? Something showing up in the presence of God that helps us to put things in perspective. It it, it lets us see further than what we can see right. Are y'all hearing me? See in the sanctuary in the sanctuary you get a chance to see how this thing going to end up. <laughs> Y'all hear me? That's why you get discouraged sometimes because you, you ain't familiar with the end. <laughs> All right. But if you know how this thing going to end, are y'all hearing me? Heard an old man the other day, he was talking to somebody and he was talking about how, how many times he read the Bible and he said, man, I, said I, read, I read through the Bible about 10 times. Now, he didn't want to go through all that. He said, well, well, well you read through the Bible 10 times. He says, what, 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 tell me, tell me, tell me what, what about, tell me about it. He said, well, all I know that we, in the end, God wins. <laughs> that's all he's, that's, 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 that's the gist of it. At the end, at the end, God, are y'all hearing me? Yeah, it, it helps you put things in perspective. It's happened saying to us that there's something about showing up. There's something about showing up in the presence of God that helps us put things in perspective and lets us see further than we can see right now. It is in the sanctuary that you get a chance to see how this thing is going to end up. You see, brothers and sisters, it is true. You can't judge a book by its cover. Y'all ain't hearing me. Yeah, yeah, you, 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 you really can't judge a movie if you walk out in the middle of it. Y'all ain't hearing me. In order to make a proper assessment, you got to go all the way to the end. You, you got to see how that thing turned out. That's why, that's why our foreparents, and thank God for our lineage, thank God for our foreparents, they were able to look, you know, look beyond cruelty and look beyond injustice and, and they were facing on a daily basis and keep right on singing, I believe I'll run on and see what the end going to be. There's something at the end, y'all ain't hearing me, there's something at the end that's waiting for me. Wonder if I got one witness in this house. I wonder if I got just one witness in the house that sometimes that there's something about showing up 
That's just something about showing up. You, you, you get up on Sunday morning, you've been working all week long, you know you're a little bit tired, but then you know that I just got to make my way. I, there's something about showing up. Sunday after Sunday, Wednesday after Wednesday, day after day, there's something in that that keeps you balanced. Well, you ain't all of that. You, you just went to church Sunday. You, are y'all hearing me? You, you don't, don't, don't think you all that. Yeah, you, 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 you look at the news and you hear about folk all the time who go into the workplaces and shoot up folk, shoot up everybody. And you sit there and you're sitting there looking down your nose at them, but then something hits you in the back of the head. You, you know what? <laughs> that, that, that something happened on my job this week. Really, if it wasn't for me being who I am, and if I hadn't been at church Sunday morning, that could have been. Y'all ain't hearing me, am I? Yeah, yeah, that joker said so-and-so. Yeah, that could have been me. But somehow I showed up in the house. Showed up in the house. Are y'all hearing me? Oh, thank God. Thank God for the sanctuary. Thank God for the sanctuary. Thank God for showing up. Oh, oh, when I come into the sanctuary, we, we broaden our perspective. And, and it's here in the sanctuary that we get to hear people reminding us how this thing is going to turn out. See, when you show up in the sanctuary, you don't realize that it's affecting you. You don't realize that it's what's stabilizing you, but you come to the sanctuary and you hear stuff like, fret not yourselves because of evildoers and don't be envious of wrongdoers because they will soon be cut off. It's all, it's in the sanctuary. You, you come to the sanctuary and you hear things like, there is a way that seems right unto a man, but the end thereof leads to destruction. You hear things like weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Show up in the sanctuary and somebody going to tell you, wait on the Lord and be of good courage and he will strengthen that heart. Show up in the sanctuary and somebody will tell you if God be for us, who can stand against? Us. Are y'all hearing me? Just show up in the sanctuary. Show up in the sanctuary. Somebody's going to tell you that they that wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. They'll mount up on wings as eagles. They'll run, not be weary. They'll walk in. Are y'all hearing me? It is in the sanctuary. It is in the sanctuary that I'm reminded that when it's all over, I'll wear a crown. It's in the sanctuary that I, I realize that I, in the end, I will see his face. All of that. All of that goes on right up here in the sanctuary. Now, now that's almost the end. Almost through. But I got to remind you something. Got to remind you of one thing. Got to remind you that the sanctuary is, is bigger than what you think it is. Y'all ain't hearing me. You, 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 I got to remind you that, 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 that God's sanctuary is bigger and it's more versatile than what you might think. I, I need to remind you before you leave here that if your sanctuary is limited to 4700 Church Street, y'all ain't hearing me. If your sanctuary is limited to 4700 Church Street, your sanctuary is too small. I need to tell you that there are times when you need it most, the time that you need it most uh, are going to be times that you can't make it to 4,700. Sure, are y'all hearing me? 
I wonder if I got a witness in here. There are some times on my job, I, I can't leave and make it down to 4700, but I think, are y'all hearing me? I thank God that that ain't the only sanctuary. Let me show it to you. Let me show it to you. You remember Jesus met a woman at a well one day and she was challenging him on where was the right place to get the worship. Where, yeah, she was saying we're supposed to worship on this mountain. She was challenging Jesus on where, where, where the sanctuary of God really is. And Jesus told her that day that the day is going to come when we won't be worshiping on this mountain and no other mountain. There's going to come a day when we will worship him in spirit and in truth. Y'all ain't hearing me. So my goal then is not to get to some building somewhere, but my sanctuary, if I can just steal away somewhere. I wonder if I got one witness up in here. Yeah, you may not be able to make it to 4700, but if you can find you a little corner somewhere, are y'all hearing me? You can just find you a little place somewhere. That will become your sanctuary. If you will just get to a place, just find your own place. And if you can't find a place, just sit where you are and say, Lord, prepare me. Y'all ain't hearing me. Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary. Pure and holy, tried and true, and with thanksgiving. I'll be a living sanctuary. I'll be a living saint. Are y'all hearing me? Oh, my brothers and sisters, I, I, I love, I wish, I wish that I could make it to Salem every time I needed to be in Salem. I, 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 I know you, you really feel more comfortable when you're sitting up in this sanctuary. I know that you love to hear your own shepherd voice, but thank God if I can't get here, y'all ain't hearing me. Thank God if I can't get here, thank God if I can't hear my own shepherd voice, uh, then uh, my brothers and sisters are in uh, my own sanctuary. Are y'all hearing me? If I can't run down uh, to, to my own sanctuary, if I can't hear what my pastor got to say, then uh, I can well up in my own spirit. <laughs> y'all ain't hearing me? I know you love this place. I know you love to hear your pastor say it, but sometimes you ought to whisper to yourself, yes, uh, I know that the Lord loves me. Yeah. Sometimes I know you like to hear me say it, but sometimes uh, you need to say it to yourself. Yeah. Are y'all hearing me? Uh, sometimes in your own sanctuary, yeah, even when you can't hear my voice, uh, you ought to be able uh, to go to somebody. Yeah. You ought to be able to get down to yourself yeah, and realize that God uh, will meet me wherever I am. Yeah. Y'all ain't hearing me. Yeah. There ought to be some way, uh, yes. Uh, I know you love to hear me say it, yeah, but I ain't got to say it, yeah. You ought to steal away to yourself and say, for God so loved the world, yeah, that he gave his only begotten son, yeah. I know you used to be saying it, uh, but if you can't hear me say it, uh, say it to yourself that he put a cross uh, on his shoulder, yeah. Never said a mumbling word, yeah. I know you love to hear me say it, yeah. I know you're used to coming and hear my voice, uh, but try your own voice, yeah, and say he died uh, on an old cross. Uh, they laid him uh, in a barley tomb, uh, but I thank God uh, you ain't got to wait till I said, yeah. Say it for yourself uh, that early Sunday morning uh, he got up uh, with all power uh, in his hand, uh, but don't stop right there. Yeah, you can't get here, but remember said to yourself that he's coming back. He's 
coming back. One of these days, one of these days, when I get through crying down here, out in the sunshine and out in the rain, I'm going home to live with Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Just make it to the sanctuary. It's as hard as it gets sometimes. Tough as it seems sometimes. If I can just get to the sanctuary. If I can just make it. If I can just make it to, to, to the sanctuary. Nobody knows. Nobody knows what I would have done this week. If I hadn't been able to. Get to the sanctuary. If you're here now. And you don't have that place. You don't have that place of sanctuary. You don't have that place to steal away. I come to introduce you to Jesus. If you're here today. He'll take you and he'll make you your own sanctuary. I know he will. I know he will. And right now you can just come cry out to him Lord prepare me to be a sanctuary pure and holy tried and true come on 